Bonjour, mesdames et messieurs. My name is Serge Ravigny. I'm a French photographer from the amazing city of Paris, France, but living in the United States of America. And in this video, I want to try to teach you on a very beginner level Photoshop for Lightroom users. You know, there's so much you can do in Lightroom, but there are times where you need Photoshop. I just came back from Iceland. I had the best time, took amazing photos, and I'm actually going to give you some of my best raw files, the link is under the video, for you to practice with it. In about 40 minutes, I'm going to teach you how to erase anything. That's probably the number one reason I use Photoshop, you know, erasing stuff. I'm going to show you how to blend different exposures, shooting the northern light. That's going to be amazing. Then I'm going to show you how to do focus stacking, where you have something that is sharp in front and in the back, and you want a full sharp photo from start to front and you have different photos you want to blend. Then I'm going to show you how to replace the sky in Photoshop. And last but not least, I'm going to show you how you can extend and create pixels that don't even exist. The best is for the end. So watch until the end. In 40 minutes, mesdames et messieurs, you're going to have some good basis of Photoshop for Lightroom users. Even if you don't use Lightroom, you should still watch it because it's basically what most photographers use Photoshop for. Also, I created chapters for this video. You know, if you just want to see how to blend exposure, you can just click on the chapter either in the description of the video or under this video itself. All right, guys, let's do this. All right, so let's get this party started. So this is exclusively photos from Iceland, a trip that I did and I thought it was kind of cool to share some of the best photos and when I had to use Photoshop because Lightroom unfortunately did not, you know, give me the tools to get the effect that I want. So the first one is we had this amazing horse, uh, you know, running around the, the, the beach. So I'm just gonna do a really quick retouching, but you know, what I wanna do is, to teach you how to use Photoshop to erase anything. So we're gonna erase the girl, we're gonna erase the string and the reflection of the girl in the string. You know, because if I try to do this in Lightroom using the spot hitting brush tool, you know, it's just not gonna work. Uh, let me show you, that's a spot hitting brush tool. The way it works is that it's kind of like the stem tool. So it, like you can say, take this pixel here and put it there, but you can see it does like something really weird. It's just not, it's great for like small spot. You know, this is something where, you have no choice, you have to get Photoshop. So first let's do a quick retouching, you know, uh, easy development, I'm just gonna open up the shadows, I'm gonna bring down the highlights, I'm gonna, you know, crush the blacks a little bit, boost the whites, it's too blue, so I'm gonna warm it up a little bit, I'm gonna add a bit of magenta, and a bit of contrast, and it's already looking great, the sky is way too bright for me, so first I'm gonna Crop it in 16 by nine. Voila, I can press the O key to uh, to see the rule of third. Uh, well, the, the horse is very centered, which is kind of fine by me, because I, what I have is I have two third of water and one third of sky, so I kind of like it. I'm just making it straight and 16 by nine, and then I'm gonna go here and use the linear gradient. Uh, you know, I assume you know a little bit of Lightroom to lower a little bit the sky and voila, I'm very happy with the results. Maybe it's still too bit too blue, so let's add a bit of more warmth to it. I love it. You know, you gotta make sure before you go into Photoshop that you've done your best in Lightroom because you're gonna lose a lot of data when you go out of the raw format into Photoshop because Usually what happens is Lightroom is going to create what we call a TIFF file, which is just a file format and sending over to Photoshop. So how do we go from Lightroom to Photoshop? Thank you for asking. You right click, edit, 
edit in Photoshop 2022. All right, so here I am into Photoshop. And if your Photoshop does not look like my Photoshop, not the end of the world, what you can do is you can go here to Windows, Arrange, uh, sorry, Workspace, and there's different workspace. Like you might come on Essential, which is a, just a different way of organizing the panels. I like to go to Windows Workspace Photography because I am a photographer. What's important is you get what we call layers here. The great thing about Photoshop is that it has a layer and a layer is just basically a version of the photo. And Photoshop is gonna look and it's gonna combine all your layers together because you know layers can have different way of being combined together. So you can see here there's a little lock there and that's gonna prevent me from doing anything on this photo. That layer is locked. So I could either unlock it by clicking the lock and dragging and dropping it here, but I don't wanna do that. What I wanna do is I wanna show you a before and after. So I'm gonna click the layer itself. So check this, I'm gonna put it here on the plus and boom, it creates a layer zero copy, okay? So now we have a copy to work with. If I do something bad, I can always go back to original layer. So I'm working on that layer. You can see that layer is a different color, different gray. And so how do we erase this girl? Now, there's a thousand ways to do it. A thousand, thousand ways. I'll show you the way I like to do it. If you have other ways, let me know in the comments how you want to do it. By the way, all these raw files, which I shot in Iceland, I'm giving them to you uh, for free. Uh, you cannot sell them, but you can practice with them. You can even post them on your social media as long as you give me credit as a photographer with at photo surge. Okay, so here we go. So the way I like to do it is I like to use this tool here, which is called the spot healing brush tool, or you can see the shorted is J. And the way this tool works is you just brush on what you want to, you know, erase and Photoshop is gonna do his best to do it. Now, you can see the side of this brush. There is a very important shortcut you need to learn right now because I use it all the time in Photoshop and that is control and option. If you, do, if you hold on control and option on your keyboard and you go in left and right, your brush is going to be bigger or smaller. So I want a brush that's about that size and I'm just gonna brush on the lady here, really very roughly. And I'm just gonna do her body first. And then I'm, and check this out, it, it's not great. Uh, you can zoom in, so if you wanna zoom in in Photoshop, you just you can either click here on the zoom zoom tool or you can learn that incredible shortcut which is z so you uh, z i can zoom and remember j i can go back to my spotting brush tool or i can click here okay now if you don't see this tool sometimes the tools uh, can be combined together for example it's very common that the patch tool you see has the same j and then the, uh, the healing brush tool, J, and this tool, they're all, all combined on the same toolbox. So just uh, search around for this tool uh, when you press J. Yeah, you have to find the spotting brush tool. You can go also to edit, toolbar, and um, so this is your toolbar. You see, this is where all the tools are. So if, we, if for some reason your toolbar doesn't look like mine, this is all the tools here and this is how they are. And so the anything which has to do with erase is usually J. So you have the spotting brush tool, the brush tool, the patch tool. I use all these three, but sometimes you can even combine them. So I can drag, let's see if I can drag and drop them. Yeah, you can see I can combine them together. So now they're all gonna be on the same menu, which I don't like because when you click here, 
Then I've got the three tools there. I like to separate them. So let's go back, edit and toolbar. So I'm just gonna um, separate them. So up, oh, I'm gonna take this one out and I'm gonna take this one out. Well, this one, I don't really care. I almost never use it, but these two I use a lot. I, I like to have them separated. Okay, so that's just in case you don't find it. So what you can do at this stage, usually I, I do another pass, maybe smaller on that, you know, on like on the black spot. But it's not great. It, you see, it's not, it's not good. Uh, there's a little string there, so I can hold on the control in option and left click and just paint over that. And uh, yeah, you see, there is. It's obviously not great. So comes to the rescue. It's always a mixture between the spotting brush tool and the stem tool, as far as I'm concerned. This is how I do it. Again, a thousand ways to do stuff in Photoshop. That's how I do it. So I'm going to take the stem tool, which is S for stem tool. That's a shortcut. You see it's here. Um, and what you're looking for is a clone stem tool. Now, this is a very old tool. It's been in Photoshop forever, and it's an amazing tool. Now, I, one thing I, I forgot to mention is when you hold on the control and option key, if you go left and right, you're making your tool big or small. But if you go up and down, you're making your tool, you see, harsh or very smooth. That's very smooth, that's very harsh. You want it for the stem tool and the spot image tool, you want it to be smooth. Otherwise, let me show you. If I, if I put it hard, you will see why it's not a good idea. So the way the stem tool works is super simple. You hold on the option key or the alt key on Windows and you get a target, okay? And the target, it says, this is where you're gonna say, okay, this is the pixel, this is my source of information. So if I click here, right, and then I go here, I'm basically telling the software that I wanna copy this, you know, whatever was here, here. And I can just brush, but you see, because I've got a harsh stem tool, uh, you can really see that I'm doing that. So it's not good. I'm gonna press Command Z, like any software, Command Z, undo. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna hold on the control and option key and you're gonna go up with your mouse until you see harness is at 0%. Or you can right click and you can also do it here. You can move the size here or the harness here. I like to do with the control and option and control. I believe on Windows, it must be a control and alt. I guess that's what it is. If it doesn't work on Windows, sorry, I'm on a Mac, you right click and then you can move harness and size there. Okay, so now I got a really, I'm gonna do it again. I said, I want this pixel to be here and, uh, and check this out. Now that my brush is uh, very feathered, you don't see as much, okay? Which is cool, which is cool. So um, I'm gonna take that wave and I'm gonna copy it here, okay? And then maybe I'm gonna take that wave and I'm gonna copy it here so it's more random. And um, this, I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna copy that here. And you will see that at the end of the day, nature is so random that you're not gonna see anything. Uh, I dare you see something, I'm gonna copy that. And you could say, why don't you do it from the start with the stem tool? That's how I like to do it. I like to go back and forth between the spotting brush tool. So for example, for the string here, I'm gonna make that, that tool a bit smaller and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna follow the rope. Follow the rope with my mouse, which is not easy. I'm gonna follow the rope and let's see here, boom. Yay, well, you can see there's some error, but then I press S for stem tool. Okay, you see this is a bit blurry. Here, I'm just gonna go back. So I press J for the spot hitting brush tool. Like this is the two shortcuts you need to really learn. And I'm just gonna brush here on, on her shadow. 
and uh, hope that the spotting brush tool will do a good job. Let's see. Not really, but it does help. It's just, that's the way I like to do it. And then still the spot hitting brush tool. Okay. I love this kind of, it's kind of, you just brush and you erase. And now, and then here also. So take out the, uh, the reflection here. Okay. Now comes the stem tool again. So ask for stem tool, make sure you're on a stem tool. And I'll show you a really power move on using the stem tool. Cause sometimes you're going to get some weird things. That's just not going to work. Like what I'm doing with the stem tools is all the obvious problems, like very obvious. Like you can see something is really weird there, you know, and then you're going to get repetition. You see how I have the same wave here. So you just kill one of the repetition by randomly taking something else like that. And voila, uh, then you can go back to the spot hitting brush tool and erase some of that dark spot here and here and here just to make it clean. And uh, it's already pretty good. So what I do, and that's the final touch. I take back my stem tool here. And then the opacity, I put it at 50%. So instead of copying what's there at the option key, it's only gonna copy half. And you see here, it is something weird there. So I'm gonna hold on here and I'm just gonna copy, I'm gonna paste that, but it's only gonna do half of it, which sort of helps to blend the texture together. So I can just randomly take something there, but I'm only copying half of it. And because nature is so random, usually people are not gonna see anything different like this. It's already, I could spend more time, but look at this before and after. It's pretty, pretty good, I would say. So you have to look at it like very up close and then you have to zoom out. So to zoom out, you just press Z and then you hold on the option key to zoom out. And if you don't hold any key, you zoom in. So Z for the, for the tool and then you hold on the option key uh, to zoom out and zoom in. You see something is weird there. That's fine. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go back to opacity 100%. And I said, okay, let's put that wave here or maybe that that wave here and here. And wave is so random. You see, it kind of works, you know, voila. And I can see that there's some stuff a little weird there. So I'm gonna put the stem tool back at, uh, 50% and I'm not going to spend, I would probably just in real life spend a little more time, but I don't want to bore you with details. I guess you get a sense of it and it's still pretty good. I, I'm pretty sure nobody's going to notice that there was a, a girl there. So that's the stem tool. Okay. Now let's go back to light show. One thing that's very important. You can go to file, close, save. And what that's going to do is going to create a TIFF file and it's gonna put it back in Lightroom next to the raw file. Okay, and you see here, that's the original raw file and next to it is a PSD. You see it says PSD and boom, that's the result. Beautiful horse in Iceland. Okay, next, uh, again, this is something that Lightroom cannot do. I wanna show you how you shoot the Northern Light, the Aurea, Aurora Borealis, uh, amazing. So check this out. I, I was with a, a guide that's been shooting the Northern Light for many years and he told me to do what we call a plate. What is a plate? A plate is like, basically you frame your scene, you find some cool foreground elements and you do a very long exposure to get a clean foreground. What do I mean by a clean foreground is this. Check this out, so I press I, you see, this is a 151 second at f4, ISO 400. So I'm on a tripod at f4, 151 seconds. And so I, the, I get starlight effects, but all I really care is the foreground, which is here. Let me show you at 100%. So you see how clean the mountain is. Let me show you the difference when I took this photo here 
so check this out so this photo is only going to be for the foreground because the the northern light because it's a two and a half minute exposure is kind of blurry and i want to get very sharp northern light okay so this one is only now at 2500 iso f4 only four seconds so two and a half minutes four seconds because the northern light changes all the time what I do is I take different photos at four seconds to get different shapes. And then I'm going to blend the one I like the most with, with the original photo. Let's see here. Maybe this one. Uh, I like this one a lot. Or no, This one is kind of cool because you can really see that shape. I don't know. So what I'm going to do first is uh, let me reset this. I'm just going to do a very quick retouching on this one. Not much. Uh, I'm just going to make it even more blue because I find that Northern Light, if you go more blue on white balance, it becomes blue and green, which is kind of cool. Maybe a little bit of magenta, a bit of contrast, and open the shadow just a tad. Maybe a bit of texture and clarity to make the foreground pop. This is way too bright. We had a truck coming, so that made that bright. So what I can do is I can go here, take a little brush, and uh, darken a little bit the exposure here. So that we, uh, even more, so that we don't have the attention on that. Yeah, too much. Like, it was just too bright. Okay, cool. I like that. I like that as a full run. I think it works. Maybe it's just a little bit brighter. It works. And now, so now you take one of the three photos. So basically, I was just on a tripod taking different photos. And uh, you see this one is four seconds. This one, and then you just take the shape you like the most. Uh, because I already did, did this one, I think I'm going to do this one. Or this one, I think this one is kind of cool. I'm going to do this one. So let me reset it so you see where it's at. So that's how it looks. But check this out. If I, I'm just going to make it brighter so you can see. Look how muddy it is because a four-second exposure is good for the sky, but it's not good for the mountain. It's like I couldn't print it, and I want to sell this in galleries. So I'm, I am going to open the shadow a little bit. Uh, I'm going to bring down the highlights. I'm going to boost the blacks. I'm going to lower the exposure, boost the whites until. Yeah, you know what? I'm not sure I like this. I think I'm going to go back to that. That was really the best. Starting, I'm just going to boost the whites, open the, you know, open the highlights, bring on a bit the highlights. I don't want to burn my Aurora too much. Uh, you know, maybe you just boost your overall exposure. Now, this one is a 2500 ISO. So I need to, before go to Photoshop, I need to clean up my sky a little bit. So, but again, I only care about the sky. So what I'm usually going to do is about 25 of noise reduction, about 80 of sharpening. And I'm going to do the masking here. Masking is very important because masking, let me show you. When you hold on the Option key or the Alt key on Windows and you use the masking, what you see in black is not going to get sharpened. I, don't, I only want to sharpen the stars, not the sky itself. So maybe like around 78 and that's good. And now we got, it's still a bit noisy, but not that much noisy. You know, maybe let's add a bit more sharpening. It's kind of cool. Maybe even add a bit more clarity and texture to it because all we care is really for the top. Okay, cool. So now, oh, I forgot to change the white balance. I can see right away. And one little trick, and this is more Lightroom trick, but if you drag and drop your original photo, so that's going to be the plate, the, the mountain, and this is what we're doing. I can change the white balance until it matches this one, or I can copy and paste the white balance, but I like to eyeball it like this. Okay, cool. So I'm going to use that top and that bottom. So how do we mix both? Well, thank you for asking. And that's when Photoshop comes into view. Because I did a lot of work in Lightroom, I'm just going to select both photos and I'm going to use a new feature in Lightroom. I mean, not new, but a different feature, sorry, than what we use. It's called Open as Layers in Photoshop. And what that's going to do is very simple. It's going to open one Photoshop file and it's going to put both layers on top of each other. So you have one file. And so this is the bottom. Let's rename it the bottom. Okay, the mountain. 
and this is the top the top which is the sky i want the top to be at the top so the first thing i need to do because maybe i moved a little bit between two photos is i'm going to select both layers and i'm going to go to edit um auto align layers what that's going to, and i'm just going to use the basic option what that's going to do is going to make sure these photos are completely aligned and you see here there's a bit of a white line here it means that they were not perfectly aligned and now they are perfectly aligned okay and now the way i'm going to blend both exposure is very simple i'm going to go on the top photo i'm going to go to select sky so now the top of the photo is going to be selected and it's a sky then what i'm going to do is i'm going to go here uh, i'm going to press w or go in a magic wand tool or any of these select tool either object selection tool quick selection tool magic wand tool you just can press w when you do that and you have your mask on you see this is what we call the marching aunt this is the mask that the the uh, select sky did and i'm on the top layer and i have this mask active i'm going to go here to select and mask just to refine my mask okay that's going to open up a new window and you can see here there's different view mode usually the one you're going to get by default maybe is this one i like to go to this one you can have like marching on which is what we see here so just the sky selected you can have overlay so overlay is going to show you what is not selected uh, on black on white black and white so that's the mask the, the mask the white reveals the black conceals so, so you don't care about that just you want to go on layers and on layers is going to show you the end result meaning this is the top and the bottom makes so you can see uh, this is amazing so and i would advise you to zoom in a little bit and you can see here there's a bit of a halo there and we don't want that that's why i'm using this option so there is something here called shift edge if you go left here check this out it's going to shift the entire mask it's going to look weird but if i go right it's going to help reduce that halo and you can also smooth out this a little bit and the halo is going to be a lot less um you can you just play around with that like again let me show you if i go shift edge here oh i jumped let me go back to the layer view yeah and um i just move my i just move my um shift edge here uh, i want to show you there's a bit of a bug uh on this interface so check it out this is before and just see what blends better usually it's putting the edge a little more on the right side of things yeah like this it's kind of cleaner okay so that's all i did i click here and i just move the shift edge so that my mask uh is a little um bigger okay and i'm going to press okay so here is my mask and now are you ready i'm just going to click here boom uh this option says create a match with the selected sky so this is my mask and now check this out i got best of both world i got the the top of the sky blended with the bottom but you see i'm losing remember here uh there was uh here there's a bit of an aurora that's there uh which is missing because it's using all the bottom layer and so this is the mask and if you want to see what a mask looks like you hold on the option key the way mask works in in, in photoshop is that white reveals black conceal remember that sentence white reveal black conceal so what's happening here so i'm holding on the option key we have a mask so that means any anywhere where there is white and there is white on the top means it's going to put through what is on that layer what is on that layer it's the top it's the sky right 
And then anything where there is black, which is black here, it's going to prevent, uh, it's going to show the bottom. It's going to show, it's missing both photos. But if I want to get the reflection of that here at the bottom, all I have to do is put some white here and I'm going to get that reflection back. So all I'm going to do is take a brush, B for brush, brush tool here. Same thing, you can right click, you can make sure the harness is at 0% or you can do my trick that I love, which is control option. You go up and down to make the harness and left and right to make it big. So I'm going to make it that big and I'm going to make it harness at 0%. And I'm going to make sure that I'm clicking on the mask, not on a photo. If you click on the photo, you're going to put black on a photo, uh, white on a photo. Let me show you. If I go here and I want to make sure that I'm putting white, but what is my color right now? It's, see, it's my color is black. Uh, you always have two colors in, in Photoshop. You have the foreground color and the background color. So how do I get my white to be my foreground? Well, simple, you just press X. And a sure old trick, let's say you got some weird, that can happen, you got some weird colors there. Like, oh, it's not black and white. You just press D for default. And then you press X to get white as your foreground. And now, so if I brush, you see, if I make the mistake of clicking on the photo and brushing here with white, uh, what's going on here? White 100%. Yeah, you see what's happening? Well, nothing is happening, but you can see here, I put some white there. You don't want that. So what you want to do is make sure you're on the mask. And now check this out. As I brush with white, oh, sorry, I'm on black. So X to go to white. As I brush, I'm bringing back just that reflection, which is what I want. Uh, maybe just that reflection. And then if like, Let's say I brought too much. I can just press X and now I'm back to black. I can make it bigger and I can just say, no, I just wanted that reflection and nothing else, which is what I want. So I'm mixing both. And now look at the mask. Hold, again, press the option key. You see white, we let all the sky pass through and that reflection. And now we've blended both exposure, okay? So all I have to do now is close this, save it, and it's going to come back into Lightroom. Now, remember, we had to align it. So there's a little bit of a, a wide fringe there. So I'm going to have to crop it anyway. I'm a big fan of 16 by 9. So I'm going to crop it 16 by 9 when it comes back. Okay, and here we are. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the crop tool in Lightroom. I'm going to go 16 by 9 because that's my favorite cropping. I'm going to go like that. And then that way I'm getting read, I'm making it a bit smaller. I'm getting read of that and check this out. That's, that's the final result of blending both exposure and that's ready to be printed, which is kind of cool. Okay, next we're going to do focus stacking. Now, so what is focus stacking? Focus stacking is, let's say I want these flowers uh, to be in a foreground and this, I want everything to be shot, but I really want to zoom in on the flowers. So what I did is I went on a tripod and I focus first on the mountain. You see how the mountain is super sharp, but look at the flower, it's super not sharp. And then I, I did the opposite there. So I use my spot focusing on my camera to focus on the flower first, and then the mountain is very blurry. So I wanna blend this exposure. So what I'm gonna do, because I'm going to go to Photoshop, and on this one, I'm gonna do a sky replacement also. So I'm gonna show you that. I'm gonna open the shadows on the first one. I'm gonna do a basic retouching, bring on the highlights. I'm gonna crush my blacks. Yeah, do my white, add some contrast. Now this one, I wanna make it much warmer. So I'm gonna add a lot of warm colors and magenta because I wanna change the sky and that's gonna, I'm gonna show you that in a second. So, okay, I like that. I like what I did here. So what I can do is I can just select this photo and click synchronize 
and I synchronize everything. So now we have the same retouching. But remember, this one, the floor are blurry, and this one, the floor are sharp, okay? So same thing again. I'm going to right-click, edit, and open as layer in Photoshop. So again, one file, two uh, photos. And on this one, it's going to be extremely, extremely quick. What I'm going to do is I'm going to select both of these layers and I'm just going to go to edit. And instead of using auto align like we did earlier, I'm going to use, actually, let's do auto, auto align first, which is actually always a good idea. You, you align the photos to make sure, because maybe I moved a little bit. Uh, yeah, don't think I did. Check this out before and after you can see the flower uh, going in, in and out of focus. And then I'm going to go to edit. Uh, blend layers and same thing I'm just going to take the stack the default option and it's going to create a new photo based on both photos where everything is going to be sharp check it out and now let's zoom in and the flowers are sharp and the mountains are sharp and everything is sharp isn't that amazing so I can zoom in and to move around in a photo you just press the space key and it becomes a hand so the you can see this is sharp and this is sharp this is what I wanted so now to make it even more crazy Let's do a sky replacement on what we got left. So I'm going to go to edit, sky replacement. And uh, because I warmed it up, I, I want a sky that will match at that time of the day. So here I am. Let's see here. Uh, that's actually pretty good. That was like the last sky I used. But you have to be very careful. Like the sun is here. So everything is supposed to be backlit. Uh, the sun was actually, if you look at, uh, if you look at the shadows, um, on the mountain, the, it was very overcast. So we need a we need an overcast sky where the sun is not in the view. Uh, maybe this can work. Now you see the sun is too present. So this is like a whole bunch of skies that you find. I added some of my own sky. I just want something really cool, but make sure you don't use, um, because it's, you see there's hardly any shadows. You want something that's very overcast. And uh, by default, you'll get a lot of skies. I If you go to my website, you can also buy I have like a 110 collection of Florida skies you can purchase if you want. But, you know, uh, they have some really cool feature here. Maybe this guy here. I'm trying to find something that's going to work. That's going to look nice. Ooh, this is nice. This is actually from my Florida sky collection. This kind of works. There's no, you know, we could pretend that it's overcast. So it's kind of cool. Okay, so now we got everything sharp. We change the sky. I'm ready to go. Back. I'm going to close that, save that, and do a final retouching in Lightroom. So again, uh, it's going to create a new PSD file. It's either PSD or TIFF. Uh, mine is actually set on PSD, and uh, PSD is just means Photoshop, you know, file. And it's going to come back into my Lightroom next to the photo. Okay, so that's the final result. And now I'm ready to do a double retouching in Lightroom. So I'm going to open the shadows, bring on the highlights. I'm going to crush the blacks, and then. Um, to blend this, even add some contrast. I think I want to add. Um, I'm going to take a brush and I'm going to pretend there's some like light shining on this uh, from the sun that's here on the on the right side. I'm going to brush here a little bit, just add a bit of exposure on on this, and then um, I think I want to darken a little bit. So I'm going to use a Liger gradient here to darken the top of the sky a little bit. You know, something like that. And voila, it's uh, all sharp photos with sky replacement. Okay, one more trick I want to show you is how to extend the crop of a photo uh, 
with content award field. And I also want to show you some erasing stuff again, because erasing is what I use mostly Photoshop for. So this is again, the same horse on the beach. I'm going to open up the shadow. I'm going to bring on the highlights. I'm going to do the whites, the blacks, add some contrast, the usual stuff, you know, make it a bit warmer, add some magenta, you know, and um, maybe some more contrast even more, make it brighter. I kind of like that, but you see the sky is way too bright. So I'm going to go here. Add a linear gradient, uh, lower the exposure, voila. And don't forget, you can download all these photos. I'm giving you the raw files. So I, what I advise you to do is just retouch them, tr practice doing what I just did, and then post them on social media and just give me credit at, at photo search. That's where I am. That's what I use for every social media. So just make sure you follow me on Instagram and you credit me for the photos and you're going to get a lot of likes and comments because these are great raw files I'm giving you guys. Cost me a lot of money to get these ones. So, okay, I'm going to do the black point and voila. And um, basically that's that. But you see the problem with this portrait is like, you see there's a rule in portrait that I like is when uh, somebody is looking on, on the side, you want to give them more space. So I want to erase that. I want to erase these people and I want to create mountains that don't exist believe it or not i want to create mountains that don't exist so how do we do that well thank you for asking we're going to right click edit uh, oh before we do that i actually want to brighten the, the the horse a little bit i'm just going to brush his face a little bit here because he was in a shade uh, you know in the shade and don't see much of him all right all right all right all right now that's too much. So when you br when you don't want a, a brush stroke, you can just hold on the option key on Lightroom and erase that. Yeah, I just want to make his face. What a beautiful horse. I love horses. Okay, edit. And this time we're just going to edit in Photoshop 2022. No, no need to open as layers, nothing. Okay, here we are. Again, I'm going to drag and drop that layer on the plus so that it's on separate layer. First thing, I'm going to erase things. And remember, what do we do to erase? First thing is we use the spot hitting brush tool. So I click on it. And then uh, I make sure that it's about two, three times the size of that string. And check this out. I'm just going to follow it. I'm going to go over his body. And the software should figure out that I'm trying to get rid of that string or that. Look at that. Look at that. And then I can take the stem tool. Remember stem tool. And I can just, you know, erase some of that. Oops. No. Come and see if you did a mistake. That's already, that's really cool. And then. Go back to spotting brush tool and check this out. When there is like small stuff, usually with a couple of stroke, um, it does a pretty good job. Okay, and then S for stem tool. So it's always J and S, J and S, J and S. And then I'm just gonna paste that here. And voila, it's already pretty clean. You can see before. You see by turning off this little eye here, you can it turns off the visibility of that layer and you can see because Photoshop is reading from the top down, before, after, before, after. Oh, I see there's something weird here on, on, on the texture. Oh, it's actually kind of cool. Okay, no problem. All right, so now th I, there's something I don't like. I want more space here. So I'm gonna take, this is so crazy what I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna take this crop tool here and um, you see there's an option here, content aware. I'm gonna select that. And I'm just going to move that here because I want that much space. You see, the look at the rule of third. I want the rule of third to be on, on the horse, but now I need all that space and I'm going to let it go. And because I've activated content aware, 
Photoshop, as soon as I press enter, is going to do a magic and is going to try to create the mountains that I'm missing. And of course, it's not going to be perfect, but check this out. Look at that before, after. Of course, it's not perfect, but it's pretty good. Then I'm going to take the stem tool, make it really big, uh, opacity 100%, and I'm just going to clean up here where it didn't do a really good job, just here. And you see, we see a line here, so I'm going to lower, I, I showed you before, the opacity of the stem tool, and then I'm mixing both texture so it's more real. Oh, okay. You have to be very careful when you do, uh, I did comment it twice, when you do a close to um, a border, you click on the border and then you align, you can see a preview, you align it perfectly and then you, and then you brush. Look at that. And the mountains hardly needs any, I can maybe just go here and you know, you raise that or you raise that. And you know, to make it even more random, it's just beautiful. Check it out before, after, before, after. And then I'm gonna go to a file, close, and uh, that's gonna come back into Lightroom and I'm, I'm ready to do a double development on it. Okay, here's the photo back in Lightroom. I'm just gonna open the shadows, bring on the highlights, I'm gonna do the black. I think I wanna do a, take a little gradient, and just make a little gradient where I, I added a little bit of pixel just to hide them a little bit. Maybe not too much, just a bit. And, and then I think I want to put more emphasis on, on, on the horse by using a gradient here to make it darker. And voila. So I hope this helps you download the raw files, take the time, watch this video over and over. You should be able to get the same result than me. Post them on your social media. Give me credit as a photographer. And I hope this video has helped you to learn Photoshop. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you didn't get a chance to do that because I try to make a lot of videos like this. I've been doing this for about eight or nine years now. And I'll see you in another video. Thank you very much. Au revoir.